You're listening to Wired on the Wing with thanks to Van Diemen Brewing, your local beer this footy season. Another big weekend in football as Wing Media lights up the interwebs. Oh, watch out. Hey, finals fever continues and we speak to another round of grand final participants, including Tom Balcom from the Hutchins Football Club. And coaches Albie Russell and Brayley Coombs from the NTFA Division 1 grand final teams. We've also got Richard Sutton to give us a preview of the surprising King Island Big Dance. Oh, oh. And Derek drops off the radar and doesn't supply a deep dive question. Derek. And shiploads flow through to us on Correspondence Canal. All that and much more on this week's episode of Way Out on the Wing. Let's rip. Ah, Wormy, what have you got there? You're holding something up to the microphone. I am. I am. Listen to this. Sounds like a very cocky grand final coach to me. Bit of a bit of a dog fight. There it was. Toddy uh, Pepper celebrating Kingborough's defeat of Lauderdale, the Super Jets, to win their 17th granny in the last probably 25 years or so. So, Did you say 17th? Yep. Thanks to Fluff for the uh, for the feed. Jeepers. He was all about down there at the Super Rules Fluff. We've got a little bit of inside info about that, some SFL news. He was all over you, it. We tried to get him on. He, he preferred to be a silent listener. The Super right. quite Do they have a ladder that obviously qualify for finals? Yeah, the last definitely. two, or do they have a final series? Uh, it's the. I think it's one and one v two. Okay. Why do you ask me these questions without giving me the opportunity to do some research? Anyway, they won. They won again. So well done. Hey, mate. Uh, what a massive weekend it was. Worms for wing. <laughs> worms are. Was a massive weekend. For Wing Media, we launched uh, big time this weekend. I don't think we've had a busier weekend on the media circuit ever. Not months. Friday it's- night, we hit it off with uh, the NTJFA Junior Awards. Huge, and oh, I tell you what. Huge amount of feedback. Didn't we get some love coming our way? Absolutely. From a all the mums of- and dads out there watching the kids, they loved it. There was a little bit of... Um, Feedback that you know someone, oh, someone we, one person didn't like our blooper reel, but anyway, well, we did put right. the blooper reel up, and uh, we did apologise for some of the pronunciation, and we still apologise. It's not our forte, but I thought we did a pretty good job. But there were a couple that, or one that didn't really like the <laughs> from Canada. Anyway, anyway we digress slightly. Yeah. No, uh, that was that was good fun, and we did we got some great feedback. So then we're in the yeah. comms box Saturday, big day. Big day for NTJFA juniors. We're just rubbing people the right way, aren't we? Just work massaging our way into a few <laughs> little areas. And then we backed it up again on Sunday. 
for another. Oh, you had the boys, so you couldn't. You couldn't well, do hang it on, on you've you've run a little bit Saturday night. Did you not see round oh. eight of the <laughs> Alistair Lynch medal? Put every other presenter to shame, apart from uh, the Crips guy. I thought he did a good job. Oh, well, uh, actually, was quite I actually haven't watched it all. Right. Yet. I only watched us. I tell you what was the biggest disappointment out of all of that, Maxi Gorn. Did oh, I didn't. Max? No, I didn't see that one. Can't even pronounce. I would have also. Right. I would have also thought that the biggest disappointment was the lighting uh, at the main stage, just on Brett's head. Uh, well, it sort of half lit it up, but it half didn't. And then he'd move in front of the light and shade the person he was speaking to. And anyway, anyway. well, well done to Sam Siggins for winning uh, the Alistair Lynch Medal and the Crips Player of the Year. I think only the second player to have won both in the same year. Who was the other one? Was it Brad Cox Goodie? Uh, pretty sure it would have been, actually. Yeah. Pretty so, sure it would have been. Yeah, well done to Sam. He's had a great season and he's going to be massive, massive for Lauderdale in the final series, I reckon. Um, uh, yeah, and then Sunday, obviously, I had the kids, but we were at the football, but you were up in the comms box. Yeah, I was up there with uh, Mick again and uh, Darren Crawford. It was, uh, it was lovely to sit next to a fellow forward and actually have some positivity about the forward line and... The movement. You had a little sneaky dig at him on the on the text. I did. Message. Well, I just happened to I happened to um, listen tune in from out on the in the outer at one point with uh, Darren providing defensive <laughs> <laughs> advice over the stream, which he was, I he which was I giggling found and laughing at me when he said it at one at one point. Well, when that was happening, and I was watching it, and the game was obviously about fifteen seconds delayed on the stream and stuff, but the, I started. I obviously started laughing because one of the kids said, "What? What? What? Funny happened?" I was like, so "Oh, funny. sorry, you wouldn't understand it." But what was funny? I did wander up to the um, uh, the comms box for a brief period of time up there. Took the kids up and had a look and things. Uh, just before you started the second game. Michael Money gave you a little bit of advice to you and Darren. He, he do you did. Re, do you remember what it a- was? Absolutely, I did. And actually, it was I was talking to Hollywood Fontaine about this today. Uh, he's very, very, very professional, Mick. So he's done. He used to do all the commentary for Port Adelaide and Adelaide. He's done a truckloads of AFL games. Does the TSL, but he was great. And he said, he said, um, when you when we're speaking, try not to speak over each other. <laughs> And I said, we obviously <laughs> haven't worked with Wildus. Um, he said, no, I'll, I'll, I'll That's do probably the- why I wasn't invited yeah, up. Yeah, maybe. He's heard us and thought, no, we can't do that. No, but he said, I'll, I'll look to you. If I want some comments, I'll refer to you. I'll say, Darren, what have you got to say? And if you've got something to say, put your hand up or tap me on the shoulder and we'll try and not do it. But you get excited. Like, you know, there was a couple of times I was holding the ball and I've given it a ball. Oh, and- Cardinal Sinner commentating is yeah. barracking. No, well, there was no barracking because I was actually um, very... Uh, impartial to the to the game, probably why we haven't been asked to do the NTFA ones this week. But it was it was good. Uh, we had Peach on the so uh, Peach, Peach did the was first very game. Good. I, ve- I enjoyed working yeah. with him. You guys did a good job in the first game. I I, I, I like Peach um, Peach's commentary. And then we had him as a boundary rump. Uh, uh, sorry, a boundary that. rider. I, I did see that. Like, he, that. That was his forte. He dominated that role. Nathan Warren Roach was uh, sipping sending through. Some comments in regards from the coaches listening in. So we had a my only my, so my only take on that is much as I love Roach, you take credit for that because when you read when you read it, no no no, I said Roach, no no no, but I reckon you should take oh, credit because right. no. I heard you say, oh yeah, and Roach just sent me the text and he said that um, who was it? Uh, Adi McHenry no. was telling them that they've got it in them sorry. and they've got to go. Sorry, Wilza, no. but that's not the way I. No, operate, I would have run back up. <laughs> well, <laughs> just got back from the north. <laughs> 
No, I'm not going to take credit for someone else's work. You did a great job. You it did. Was, a, you were very good. There were a lot less umers on the commentary. Train, train than, media uh. professional. I'm going to start doing some lessons. I think. <laughs> Longer pause. Giving them or taking them? A bit of both. Uh, well done to Duff TV. Ah, uh, yes. They, they did the gig. Stood all. Day or a couple of days. Of and I've got to apologise. I stole his coffee on day one. Oh, yeah, you yeah. did too. <laughs> Cappuccino. Yeah, I'll take that. He had this cameras everywhere there and Jez on the, uh, Jerry on the controls. They they do an awesome job. Um, yeah, they, they really do an awesome job. Um, so, well done to those guys. Some good banners that the junior teams were running out from too. I like did that. Did you see any mistakes? Any, uh, any spelling mistakes? We were keeping an eye out. Uh, I didn't see I any. didn't see any. Well, you've got to think that the parents doing it a lot of the time, so they're potentially a little more schooled than the juniors. Favourite player over the weekend? Uh, I reckon Bullfrog. Yeah, I'm with Young you. Angus Clark yeah. from South Onsesson. Yeah, I saw him on Sunday, actually. He was walking around the ground, didn't have his premiership medal on. Uh, good on him. From the Saturday that he won. Now, a little bit of controversy. Best on grounds. At the end of every game... We'd say in the commentary box, the commentary box, we'd say in the commentary who was best on ground, we'd make some comments. Zero out of eight we were. We did not pick, sorry, we didn't pick the award, the final recipient. I think we knew more about the game than the umpires in regards to who was best on because of the, no, in regards to the best on as you're viewing it. I would be suggesting to the NTJFA that the umpires don't give out that award. And it should come up to a combination, and the commentary box should absolutely. I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't limit it to NTJFA. I would. I would make it as a suggestion across. Excuse me. All associations and stuff that it that an umpire is not there to pick the best player. Like they they might be across the course of the season where it can equal out a bit, but the few that I saw there, I'm not sure if I agreed with them. And you're obviously saying the same. Oh, absolutely. Um. And I think, yeah, an umpire's there is to call the game to the best ability of that they can. Not, well, not they, they not shouldn't be looking what. at what they shouldn't be looking at who's playing well. They should be focusing on, you know, in the moment. Well, I reckon. Does that beg the question then? At junior level, as good as a best on ground performance is, should it not be awarded at all? Should it be? Uh, I threw up the idea of a best on ground should be given a medal should be given to both sides. Yep. And it potentially internalised, so and, it's or, not, or, or maybe so, the uh, potentially internalised, or maybe the opposition coach awarding it. You know who was the best? We, yeah. I'm going to give it to this I reckon guy. There are better. There are better modes for yeah. recognising the indiv- an individual's yeah. performance than simply from an umpire's. Give, give three people or five people a one, two, three, four, five. Add them up. Tell them there's, there's better ways. I think it's better than the umpires. They've got a big enough job to do. Um, I, the game. And, about, I, and I thought they did a fantastic job through the whole weekend. I umpires, thought the, oh, the umpires, absolutely. they were great. Uh, they were Except really, really good. decisions at the end of the game no. for best on. Oh, yeah. Apart, but I don't, just don't think they should be. Well done if you won a best on uh, ground. Yeah. <laughs> Thoroughly deserved. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to discredit uh, uh, you for your no, performance No, you don't want to discredit all. people that win best on grounds when... Sometimes they don't, you know, mind. A lot of people are still surprised that. that you won a best on ground. I'm not. A lot of people are. <laughs> anyway, we'll leave that up to the uh, the pundits. Hey, we also ventured over to what could only be described as game of the year. <laughs> Lilydale versus Old Scotch at Invermay Park. Uh, I'm only going off our man Brian's report in oh. the Examiner. 
But it was an absolute nail-biter of a game. Well, to the point where I walked out <laughs> yeah. with six minutes to so go. Sammy Lockett has kicked an absolute ripper in front of the bar. I was a little for bit... Lo- for Lilydale. It, yeah, for Lilydale. To put them Sorry. 17 points up. I was a little bit disappointed he didn't give the turnaround and the shh to the crowd or just really get around it. I would have thought, seven, mate, you've just kicked it. There's not long left. Pretty much three goals up. Give it to the crowd. I would be all over that. But luckily he didn't because Old Scotch rose from the dead. That's only it's the only way I can say it because they were outplayed up to that point and kicked three absolutely ripping goals and uh, ended up winning by two points or three points. So well, it turned and I did Ned. So you left. You no, Kaylee came to pick us up because I had, I'd already put off a lunch date from one o'clock. To row all the way through to what twenty past four or whatever. Yeah. And in the period of time it took me to walk out, in which I had a conversation with Ned, where he said, um, "Oh well, that's disappointing." And I said, "Yeah, sometimes sides are better than, and you just yeah. have to deal with it." In that period of time, walking out, jumping in the car, turning around in the car park, as I'm going out, I peeked a look at the scoreboard and saw that it was only a five point differential. I went, oh, I'm just going to get back out here and go and walk back in and saw the, saw the conclusion. Oh, yeah, saw the last little bit. and um, Sets up for an absolutely mouth-watering, mouth-watering grand final. And would you believe, who have we got on the line? Uh, well, we have... No, look, we can't do that. I'm not going to slip that in there. Oh, there was, no, right. we're still. We haven't even gone into the radar okay, yet. Okay, fair enough. I thought, I thought we just no, we, we could get uh, to it. So. Yeah, no, we might as well flick into the radar. Right. <laughs> Wilders and I will be back in a moment. But in the meantime, if you like what we're doing, it would be great if you could help us out by jumping on your podcast app and give us a rating, <clears throat> five stars, and some positive comments to go with it. Reviews help people find us, which in turn allows us to spread the word of local Tassie footy. Well, wouldn't you know who we've got on the line? I've got a question for you. Who would win a fight between 60-year-old Craig Martin and 20-something-year-old Mitch Thorpe? 30-something. 30-something, is he? Yeah. I thought late 20s, early 30s. Uh, Craig Martin. Would you? Yeah. A little bit bit happening between the... Craig's got a bit of terrier in him. He does. Well, you know, you remember Kiz from our old days at uni. So, yeah, he was up and about with North Hobart, the girls winning the grand final. But I heard there was a little bit of... There's some sledging happening from someone. Oh, it's a bit unsavoury, and anyway, we enough, won't we won't go into it. But enough the result for, uh, AFL Taz to release a yeah a little a statement. statement. So you got a two week suspended An incident involving officials from the Launceston Football Club and North Hobart Football Club last weekend has been brought to the attention of the Tasmanian State League management. Yes. Anyway, not not good. You can read about it on a few the few words and stuff exchanged, and yeah. a little bit of anger expressed, and. Yep. Well, I had sounds I, like a, f- a few toys being thrown out of the uh, pram. If you ask me, I heard uh, people there actually said Mitch was acted quite calmly given the situation and what was how he was. So anyway, we won't we won't go into it. Um, but to say it's been dealt with, that's good. Congratulations. We're going to ask uh, Albie about it later on. We're going to 
uh, about what he means to the club. But I want to make a big shout out, even though it's a St. Pat's guy. I think it's fantastic. Um, we Scott, all, I think, we all recognise yeah, work done around football a, clubs, absolutely and volunteers. Yeah, that do it. yep. So Scotty Flynn. Uh, better known as Bruiser to everyone in the NTFA who knows him. An absolute club stalwart there at St. Pat's. Uh, won the 2022 AFL Tasmanian Volunteer of the Year. He's pretty much done everything up at that club. So well done to Bruiser. He now goes up against the state winners for all the other um, states around. It's actually great of the AFL to include us as Tassie as part of this. I mean, they have an international <laughs> comp. But anyway, um, where he ruled potentially receive a 69 may as well made it 70 thousand dollar car a toyota airfares accommodation two tickets to the granny as well as being part of the afl parade which this year goes down the yarra doesn't get um seasick no he'll be right so anyway bruiser best of luck obviously um will and i've been involved in the ntfa for going on 15 years and you've been at St. Pat's. Scattered on very thin ice ice. periods of that. (laughs) You've you've been up there since then, mate. You've done everything and, you know, well well deserved on that award. Um, We've got guys at the club like Sosa who do the same thing and lots of clubs have them, but it's great that you guys get the recognition. I really, really hope you win that car. So best of luck to, uh, yeah, to Bruiser with that award. Uh, Now, you mentioned on the intro we had a... Uh, what was it? A shipload of flowing correspondence Something in along those lines. Correspondence, correspondence canal. canal. Yep. I like that. That's yep. a new euphemism you've used. Yeah, just something I came up with off the cuff <laughs> in the intro. I think I gave you the idea. <laughs> uh, great listener of the show, Jody Clifford. Yes. Sent through a photo of a Mad Monday outfit. And I think we asked this question. We did. About the shower. The shower. Yeah. Yep. It was a bloke in a shower curtain saying doors suck and... <laughs> Had the he had the hose what the, and what everything. Was the, what was the theme? It was something about? Did you read? It was the theme. Oh, was something about? Oh, the photo and didn't really read. Oh much. no, there was a. Oh, I, was, oh, I think it might have been drawing. Yeah, so you shouldn't have been looking at it. It was a, a themed. Um, oh, I just sorry, Jody. I just laughed at it. Uh, the, but the I thought theme, it was a very no, very good idea. Heroes and villains. Yes, and the villain was the shower curtain. So if you if you're still short for an idea, just go and grab rip down your shower curtain. Maybe from your local club, but don't advocate for um, vandalism. vandalism, vandalism thank you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, see how you go. Uh, a little bit of message. Uh, uh, yep, message coming through from a Jay Bales oh, okay. wanting, wanting us to get a bit prickly this week. Ooh, okay. I'm not sure what that means. It doesn't. It, that was on Snapchat too. So not TikTok. Only, like, well, I only viewed it once, and then it was like, oh, what is? Okay. Oh, it's gone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, didn't quite get it. I had some correspondence from a Jay Dennis who said, I heard you in the commentary box when I made reference to his daughter streaming out of the back line, something his father wouldn't wouldn't have uh, her father wouldn't have done in his playing days. He sent me a little bit of a message saying, Yep, where heard, was heard that was listening. Where was where was Jay, Jay Dennis from? Um Evandale. Yeah, very interesting. Oh I've got a I've got one from a <laughs> A Skipper James Dennis of Evendale. Okay. Uh, when we asked the question last week, is the sledge dead? Uh, he suggested, when delivered well, a sledge doesn't have to be a rude or irrational comment. The sledge is not dead. Okay. Good on you. Thank you, Skip J. Dennis. Mm. I like that. That's I like feedback. that. Ducky Bester sent us in a photo. Well, it was on Twitter, but I'm going to say sent us a photo. <laughs> he was up at Hillwood for the NTFA finals. 
and found a little gold nugget for Canteen Watch, palmy and chips, $6. He said it- f- At where? At Hillwood. Palmy and yeah, chips. Palmy and chips. There won't be chip. any finals there anymore. No, <laughs> we've got to go a little bit further up to Georgetown. Um, he said it was $6, filled him up, the best value for money, and the kiosk and Canteen were going nuts. Over 500 coffees were made on the day. There you go. Now, I've got a question about the palmy and chips. Is it served with a knife and fork or you're eating it with your fingers? It was served with a fork, I saw in the photo. It was served oh, so with you a just, fork. So, you're stabbing it into Stab the main it thing and whole, eating yeah, it ice I, cream style. I like it. Ghetto as. Yeah, I like that. So, mm. thanks, Ducky, for sending that in on Twitter. Uh, i got one here. And uh, A. McHenry, um, he was just questioning the, valid- the validity of some of your statistics over the weekend on the live call for the NTJFA. Well, when you're trying to watch the game and make st- and do stats, I lost I lost my stat man on on Saturday. I had my young fella. Charlie. How accurate was the stat man? Saturday was he was pretty good. Charlie's pretty he good was with more, stuff like he that. He was more into the chips and he gravy was. when I saw. <laughs> he was, but then on Sunday I lost my stat man, <laughs> so I was trying to do stats and watch the game. I ended up just making some stuff. Up. Oh, but hey, you didn't! Don't, don't let. Hey, Go, Don't let the truth there get in the way go. of a, a good story. Hey, his uh, young fella played a pretty good game. Geez, he racks up some possessions. Just need to be a bit more oh, they're just damage forward up forward. The yeah, it was a good game of footy, the under-16s. Um, Did you see the under-13? Did you watch the highlights of the Lauderdale victory over the, no, I haven't, the Giants? I, no, I haven't glanced that. I was made aware of it, but I haven't got there yet. If, if you haven't seen it, jump online to the on Duff TV, the STJFL Final in the under-13s this year. Lauderdale were just over two, just under two goals behind with two minutes to go in the juniors. Watch the last two minutes. It was awesome. Good footy. Um, a B Brownless, S Barron, D Reese jones oh, This is lethal. E Bourne. Hello. And Jay Gleeson. Is there a D Winter in that? Uh, suggested that from our um, – Controversy corner last week. What stays on field should stay, or what happens on field stays on field. Yeah. They are firmly of the belief of what happens on the field stays on field. I had nothing coming back the other way about taking stuff off the field. No. So, no. Yeah. Very strong individuals in that group. Yeah, I wouldn't want to cross any of those guys. Um, I, I didn't get much much other no, correspondence a little, through. A little I bit got, from Fluff. I'd spoke to you about Fluff. He sent some information about the SFL game. Said it was a bit of a ripper. Almost and almost thought Huonville could have uh, stolen another that. Goal yeah, another goal. They would have stolen that with the momentum, but just couldn't get their their noses ahead. Uh, we've got some work to do as a wing community. We've got plenty of work to do uh, to help out uh, a couple of boys with regards to suggestion for full body massage. In the northern region, Launceston region, Mr. T. Griggs and Mr. L. Venn asking whether or not there is a recommendation for full body massage. Just, I think they might have played on Saturday they, and might have just they, moved. They left. Might it. need to move a little bit better. They left it all on I the don't line. Know how, those God boys. knows how they're moving now on a nah, Monday night. Griggs, Actually, I reckon he would have ripped give it. Him a call. Ripped it off the boat. We might have given him the commentator's curse in the morning at the start of the game when we said, "How's the hamstring?" I hope everything's all I right. Think, I think the hamstring was the least of his worries. Yeah, he was. Cop he was, one in the crown jewels. <laughs> That's right. Jesse <laughs> played a good game, though, um, until he, before he went off. Did you see the ODFA 
Uh, it was a getting, crowd there. No, half. no, no. Before that, the ridiculous abuse that they cop for not putting the Woodsdale team photo in their grand final program. No. Absolutely got hammered <laughs> on social media. Where's the Woodsdale? They put up an apology. Okay. But get this. Woodsdale didn't supply a team photo. Well, so how are they meant well, to put well, it in? Yeah. Gee, that's a bit harsh on the ODFA committee. That's, yeah. Come on. So it's up to the Woodsdale boys to get that get the photo in there and get that out. It's a bit you, there was a massive crowd at the ODFA Grand Final. Bullock Festival. Yeah, no, that was a couple of weeks before. Saw our man Gilly. He was there. Tubes was there. It was a uh, who's who of footy royalty. Like they were into steak sandwiches or, or some burgers. It's interesting. Gilly, I don't know if Gilly's on pre-season already, went the wholemeal bread. No, he's he's in ch- finding out, he's tuning up for the combine. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to make any comments. But, uh, anyway, hey, Tassie girls in the AFLW. I had completely forgotten about the Wincombe. <laughs> uh, Emma Humphreys made a debut for West Coast. Uh, and kicked the goal. Not sure. With, Claire, a, with a, one of the first kicks, I think. Not sure. Claire Ranson for the Gold Coast Suns. That's who we were trying to find out. Uh, Maddie Brazendale for Go- uh, Greater Western Sydney. Jessica... Jeez, who would have thought Tassie is just no, well, yeah. being able well, to just produce AFL footballers? Now, I'm gonna... All we hear about is, oh, geez, um, what is it? The, geez, the talent pool will be <laughs> yeah, drained. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to apologise for the way I pronounce her name. Weechester, Weechester for Essendon. Also booted the first goal for the Smith. club. <laughs> for the first club. So well done. Me, King, all the other regulars running around there. So well done to all those girls. Mixed results for them over the weekend, but they uh, representing the map of Tassie. So well done to the girls there. A uh, couple of grand final results uh, coming out. SWFL um, Division One. Bit, bit of, of an a, upset. Bit of a well, they finished on top, but it wasn't but the contest we were expecting. No, no. Uh, North Hobart eight seven fifty five over Clarence three four twenty two. Actually, a bit of a flogging. Yes, in a grand final. I wonder if that's R. Uh, Gill, whether she would have made the any dip. difference. Well, I heard she's running around with a nickname, The Diff. <laughs> the difference. For so, what reason? Well, she would have won. They would have won if she hadn't got in, if they had have been in there. But anyway, no, look, injuries, That's you don't want to wish that stuff. And obviously, we're having a we taking the mickey. So that's, diff, um, yeah, a bit, bit disappointing for the Clarence girls. But well done to North Hobart. They were on top the whole year. They sort of slowed down. But maybe that's because they... Had one of those, you know, massive um, Mad Monday. Train, no yep. training load sessions where they build up. They lost a few games because they were just really loading up for the finals and it could have worked. So, well uh, done to the girls. Have you got a Division 2 score? Uh, you do. So I'm No, I've got a Division 3 score. Uh, I saw um, the Div 3. Div 3, uh, New Norfolk, 8-9-57 over St. Virgil's, 4-1-25. I don't have the Div... New Norfolk girls. I don't have the Div 2 score, but I do know that Signet won. They bet Lauderdale. I think it was by a couple of goals in the end. So, well done to the Signet girls. I'm not... Entirely sure of the final score, but I'm I'm pretty certain it was from what I saw with a bit of research over the weekend, it was a couple of goal couple of goal victory. So well done to those girls. Uh SFL seniors, the first semi, Lindisfarne uh got over Hewanville. In a close one. We alluded mm-hmm. to that. Yep. Fluffy Fluffy said the lines to the canteen were longer than a One Direction concert. That was his comment. Has he been to a One Direction he, concert? He loves One Direction. Does he really? Yeah. They're they're like 
He's Harry. St- he's got a Harry Styles. He wore a Harry Styles T-shirt. You'd like One Direction, wouldn't you? I don't mind Harry Styles. <laughs> uh, Fluff wore a Harry Styles T-shirt to a um, Collingwood West Coast Grand Final a few years back. Was it black and white? Uh, it was. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, and in the second semi, Signet got over Dodgers in so, a. Sorry, Fluff. That's a massive a, stitch up by two goals. Uh, which means that Signet go through to the. Or oh, no, hang on. No, no, no. No, Lindisfarne go through. Uh, Signet pardon, yes. are playing Huonville in a matchup again. When Huonville got the chocolates. I wonder where that'll be played. Last week. Maybe Commandy again. Who knows? I wonder if Signet grounds. Might go to right. Brighton. Although, no. Make everyone travel no, to no, Brighton. No. Hold on. It's Huonville. All finals. Would be, no, it would be the higher team because they lost the qualifying. So, might be at Huonville. Let's wait and see. I wonder if they, they might play it an hour away of both. Both home teams. Who knows? They did all... Where's the grand final for that? North Hobart. Because it was a battle of the Hewan last year, wasn't it? And everyone travelled up. Yes, Tube North, reckon yes. was going to be the... If they'd played it somewhere down there... Would have been huge. Why wouldn't they play that at um, the Twin Ovals? Oh. If it was a battle of the Hewan. Who knows, mate? Yeah. We're just... We're ideas. We're, we're yeah. ideas people. We're not that's, in positions yeah, to make right. and We just give Correct. the ideas. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Um, old Scholars... Yeah, old scholars. Would you call it an... I don't know if it's an upset or not, but I suppose you can't really say it's an upset. They only lost a couple of games all year. But it's anyway, an upset. Dosa won uh, Beats and Virgils by just two measly points. So, Which means that that goes into the grand final and they get Correct. to take on... Hutchins. And we're lucky enough to have on the line Tommy Tom- Balcom from the Hutchins, Hutchins Football Club. Um, no, I think the boys are, um, you know, feeling pretty, pretty good, pretty relaxed. Um, also excited. I think, you know, it's grand final week. So now they're, they're looking forward to it. Um, obviously missed out last year. So, um, you know, we've got a, a really good young group of, play, of players and I think there's a good mix of, of young fellas, but also some, you know, steady heads, um, a little bit older in the group as well. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to it. And I think, um, yeah, it should be a good spectacle on Saturday. So you're up against a pretty formidable side in Dosa. Uh, mm-hmm. Only the, the two losses in the roster season, but you've, you had the wood on them the other week. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we did. So, um, yeah, I think we had a really strong second quarter and kicked away. And um, I think It was we an eight, eight goal second quarter, was it not? Yeah, it was. Um, so, yeah, had, had a really strong second quarter and kicked away, and I think that got us sort of 40 points up at half time and, um, yeah, then again, and you know, sort of in the second half, I think a few of the boys probably spent a, spent a few of their tickets in the second quarter. And, you know, we, we, I think what was really pleasing from that, you know, those are sort of kicked back and we managed to hold them off. So, um, Are you yeah, expecting... again, I think we sort of had the wood over them the last game and they've sort of had the wood over us sort of early in the year as well. So, Are you expecting um, the same thing come Saturday or are they going to throw something different or are you going to throw something different at them? Oh, look, probably won't give too much away before before Saturday, guys. But, um, you know, I think Mate, they'll probably only, change It's a only few Monday. A lot, of, a lot of things change <laughs> between now and uh, Thursday night selection. Yeah, exactly right. So, um, you know, they might change a few things up. And I think, you know, I think what's really positive about our team is that we've got a lot of blokes that have played a lot of different roles throughout the year. So we're pretty flexible in the way we can play and change things up. So, um you know, that means nothing really unless you turn up on game day. So, Absolutely, um, mate. you got all the cliches. We love it. It's, fa- <laughs> it's fantastic. Hey, um, in that game, Marcus Davies, obviously, George Burberry dominated. 
both of them with AFL experience. Who are you expecting outside of those boys to step up? Um, you're obviously littered with with skilled players and, and quality, even uh, young Jock uh, White, who's a TSL, former TSL players, you know, borderline on Should making ask the team. very long questions. That, yeah, that's the idea. There's mm. a purpose behind it. Who do you who do you think from that next level, mate, is going to really step up and shine on grand final day? Yeah, look, it'll it'll. I mean, I've got lots of players. I think that will probably step up, but um, I think Pumpkin's probably one of the boys that um, will shine for us. Uh, hello, sort of... hello, little cheeky nickname. Elaborate yeah. there, Pumpkins. Yeah, Pumpkin. Oh, look. To be honest, I don't think there's, I don't think there's too much behind it. To be honest, he's a pretty simple fella, and um, I think he just really likes pumpkin, or his mum just fed him pumpkin as a kid. So <laughs> it's um, it, there's not much to it, boys. But no, nah, Pumpkins. He's got um, obviously got some really good mitts, and um, when he's kicking them straight, he's he's really good for us. But you know, provides us that contest up forward, and also he'll go through the ruck. So I think so, he'll so, be. So he'll who be is one who is day. Pumpkins? Who is Pumpkins? Huey Johnson. Huey Johnson. Excellent. We'll keep an eye out for pumpkins. And then you've got the two stars in uh, Marcus Davies and George Burberry just flicking through there doing their thing. Yeah, they're really good. Marcus has obviously had a few games with Carlton and George obviously with Geelong. So, um, you know, Marcus's leadership and, you know, his strength around the ball really helps our midfield. And George is um, obviously playing a bit through there, through the the middle of the season and, and down back as well. So, yeah, as again, as I sort of mentioned earlier, really flexible with those boys, and um, you know, provide us a lot of drive out of the back line and through the midfield. So, um, yeah, hopefully they'll be doing that for us again on Saturday. And yourself, Tom, you've kicked a few goals this year, mate. You don't mind getting on the end of them? Yeah, I got pretty lucky. So, you know, when the mids are getting it down to me, it's um, it's always pretty good. So, um, yeah, I think our, our forward line as well has been really good this year. We've got. Quite a few avenues to go. I, you know, I've kicked a few myself, but I think you know, majority of the boys have probably kicked thirty odd this year. So, um, yeah, really, really love it once it gets down there. We've just got to get it down there on Saturday. What uh, other than obviously a, a Lions win? What's your prediction for the day, and how do you think it's going to finish up? Oh. <laughs> Tough question, boys. But um, yeah, as I said, you, you've really just got to turn up on game day. Um, I think, you know, if we play to our strengths and and just move it forward and, and get it down to the forward line and let the forwards do the work, then, um, you know, hopefully we'll give our best chance of winning on, on the day. Bingo. I got it. <sighs> Cliche bingo. We've just played and I've just won. Tom, thank you for that one, mate. <laughs> hey, mate, uh, your, 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 your quick tip for best on ground on Saturday? Oh, you can, tough one. You can say, um, your, you can say yourself. Oh, I haven't even thought about that, to be honest. Well, just, say yourself, um, just say yourself. We'll, we'll nah, we'll, I'll go with um, Hamish Kingston. Ooh. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Okay. Fair enough, don't mind that. And, mate, what's the plans for Sunday and Monday? Are you, win, lose or draw, obviously, we celebrate the season. Do you have a, a themed get-up for Mad Monday? Is it come as you want? What's the what's the go, mate? Yeah, I think it's... Um, I think it's just anything goes pretty much, boys. Um, we've got – we'll be back to the club rooms on Sunday and we've we've got a girls team as well, so they're joining us on Sunday. They've sort of held off their celebrations. The twos are obviously in the grand final as well. So, um, Look, yeah, I think Sunday club and then Monday we'll probably watch I, the – you know, Monday we'll, we'll be, be doing much the same, I think. As, so, as regular proprietors of uh, – 
Premiership celebrations of Mad Monday, can I suggest that there someone needs to come up with a theme rapidly, otherwise it'll descend, right. descend into nothingness. And you can be that leader and come up with the theme, and there's nothing better. In fact, we might get on the phone to Sash and just yes. make a couple of suggestions. You guys might have a, you might you guys might have to throw me a theme. Yeah, we can we can yeah, do that. We might. Get, well, if you get in, got any ideas for kits? I'm a bit strapped at the moment. I haven't organised. Well, look, speak, good, speak to Tommy Windsor. See if he's still got the Voltron <laughs> costume that I borrowed off him. Um, Ten years ago, uh, we, might, we, might, we might throw a couple of emails Sash's way and yeah. see whether we can, we can get anything lined up for you. How's the big fella? Is he nervous? Big Sash? Oh, he doesn't ever give too much away, Sash. Like you guys obviously know him, but um, he's usually man a few words. So, no, nah, I reckon he's very excited, to be honest. Well, there you go. Tommy sounded, he was very relaxed. Very, he's very down the line, isn't he? He wasn't giving too much away. You know what I love? The do cliches. You reckon, There's do you some cliches in there. done media training this oh, week? Well, week uh, off, let's get we, some. We asked our man Sash on the ground. We said, can we get a captain or a coach? And he said, no, no, no I'll give you someone with a bit more media pizzazz. <laughs> I reckon he has done the media training. He was down the line. He didn't give us too much away. Threw in a couple of nicknames, you know, little pumpkin, a couple of funny things. Why? Because he likes pumpkin. What would you be called if it was something that you liked? (laughs) 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 Oh, gosh. Yeah, that could have gone anywhere. Yeah, Um, we'll leave that one. Yeah, so anyway, no, well done to, well done to Dosa for qualifying. We did try and get someone on, online for Dosa. They didn't get back to me on Facebook or I sent a message to their reserves. You gave them a four minute window to get back to me. No, I sent a message to the reserves coach and, he didn't get back to me either, so um, being dropped. Yeah, so unfortunately we couldn't speak to anyone from from Dosa, <laughs> but it's going to be a ripping grand final anyway, and uh, I would be going down for it if not for the game up here in the north. Right, so footy and winter go hand in hand, and let's be honest, it gets pretty cold in most of the places we play. However, we're pretty sure that the way you all warm up is by dropping some of your hard earned at the canteen after or maybe before. A game. So, we want to know what's on offer at your canteen this final season. Where the best value is. What's on offer or what's maybe been a late scratching. And just where the best chips and gravy exist in local Tasmanian footy. Take a photo, throw it up on the socials, use the hashtag wingcanteen or hashtag wayoutwing so we can spread the thoughts so we can spread the sauce thick across the local footy community and possibly even test it out ourselves. Mm-mm. Uh moving up the high I actually well you had Masters, the grand final off yeah. the top of the off the start of the show. We did, yeah. The King Boys won again. I th- we mentioned that, didn't we? They beat Lauderdale, the Super Jets, for another another flag. I think it was their what was it, seventeenth in twenty five years or something. Oh, we did so, too, beg your pardon. Yeah, pretty successful club. So well done to those guys, the Masters. I wonder if we've got a state masters series, Wilders. Uh doubtful. No, we don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would have thought that. Uh, Up the highway. Moving up the highway, we obviously had the big dance at uh, at Oatlands. We mentioned this as well. We didn't say result. No, we didn't say result. We mentioned the canteen. Far more important thing. Uh, Bothell getting the chocolates by, what's that, six goals uh, over Campbelltown. Uh, They obviously put together a nice little um, passage of play, sort of set it up. uh, Where are we? Uh, Set it up in the second and third. we might have even been our pre-game talk with uh, with the. 
don't know where I'm going. Here. Birdie, Matty Bird, Marty, Marty, Bird. Marty Bird. He kicked a couple of snags. Oh, Marty, remember to edit that bit out, Wilders. No, no, don't edit that. Keep that going. Uh, they shared it around. Marty Bird, Ford, <laughs> all of those boys. The Bone Doctor only kicked one, but there were about five. He or has six been playing down back. Yeah, five or six blokes that kicked two goals. Unfortunately for Campbelltown, just wasn't enough. Matty Haywood tried his best. He kicked a couple. But, um, yeah, they yeah, just couldn't get a couple of hard luck um, selection stories from the Campbelltown. Actually, I did too. Goss, our yeah, man Gossie the missed out. Gossie yeah. got semi-promised a game from uh, Freddie, took Ooh. his boots down and then was said, oh, we might need you this week, mate. <laughs> Maybe you did need him, Freddie. <laughs> might have been the diff. Another uh, diff. Uh, NTFA Premier Division. Yes. Uh, the second semi... They did it. They have. They've qualified. Longford, Longford 12.880 over the, say the Country Tigers, over the City Tigers, Rochelle, 9.963. Did you see the strips they were playing in? No, I didn't. One was bright. I'm presuming it was Rochelle, was bright yellow. Would that be just their clash strip against Longford? Do they normally wear a, the, the sash? Uh... You Good question. Got me on the fly. Here. Yeah, that one of the teams was in a bright yellow. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure that's the Rochelle top. I, is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I haven't actually. I haven't watched yeah. Rochelle this year, so. Um, yeah. But so was, Longford haven't Longford haven't won a finals game for I don't know 15, 20 years. Now they're straight into the. Yeah, but they haven't broken their September hoodoo. No, they haven't. It's still yeah. August. Yep. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a good game. And in the first semi, Jump, jumped them early. Oh, right, did. we're still going on. About oh this, no, no, no. no. I, I, well, I think it's worth worth talking about. There was um, there was a different in coaching styles. Let's say amongst that game, Roach Lee was very much let's just go get them. So anyway, who did you hear that from? Uh, someone in the commentary box, just one of our media uh, peers. So you give names for someone that goes out to the. Um... I actually can't remember who it was. Maybe. Oh, then you hide behind anonymity. Yeah, I can't, I can't okay. remember who it was. Uh, and in the first semi, Bracknell beat South Launceston. Yeah, yeah, probably expected. Uh, well, Bracknell have been up and down with. Form. Yeah, they have. Matty Dennis dominated from all so. reports. He'll be the he'll be a big one, big one. They got to look at. Um, uh, and as we said before, NTFA Division One, Old Scotch ten eight sixty eight over Lilydale ten five sixty five. Which sets up Old Scotch, or sorry, St. Pat's. Sets up a massive, massive Uh, And Worm? Well, guess who we've got on the line? Well, we've got one of the St. Pat's coaches, Albie Russell. One of the seven St. Pat's coaches, Albie. Uh, Yeah, the week off is is actually been quite good. We're getting used to them at the minute. We tend to have every second week off for the last month or so. So the boys have been quite used to it and used to training and having uh, every second Saturday off it seems but I think we're starting to use them really well and uh, I think it's a good thing obviously going into this weekend. Did you did you get along on Saturday to watch the uh, prelim and what were your thoughts? Yeah what was with our reserves playing we well most of our boys were down there helping out anyway so we all stuck around and watched the senior game and it was all a bit of drama but it was exciting to watch and um, yeah typical scotch of what we've seen the last couple of times we've played and the a little bit more daring with the footy and, and take the game on and they make it more exciting and to see them come from where they were to, to win the game is yeah was quite impressive. Does uh, obviously a great uh, season going thirteen and one in the roster season and stuff, is that does that place pressure on the group or do you feel the pressure 
um, sort of keeping up with that sort of performance? No, it's probably not something we've really followed that hardly during the year. Like when, when we dropped the game mid-year two, Scotch, it was it was probably a good time for it to happen. It was a bit of a reset. A few blokes might have got ahead of themselves. So it was a nice reality check, really. And, you know, you're never as good as you think you are or never as bad. But I think it was it came at a good time and um, we've been able to work on a few things and see what our flaws kind of were and I think it's helped us so wins and losses we knew at that time of year that we were going to play finals so it's just been more fine-tuning from that point if anything. Albie where's the where's the game going to be won on the weekend for you guys and what are you going to have to shut down for old scotch to ensure you can uh, yeah get the win? Um, well our rucks are always pretty good to us so we can get that to our mids. We back our forwards, obviously, kick a lot of goals if they can get enough of it. And it's it's the same usual suspects for Scotch that just drive their whole team if they're on. Good luck stopping them. So, like, Jock Dark, Charlie Estade, uh, John McKenzie, he's come from the dead. He's <laughs> had his way back. And um, he's uh, – well, I've played a lot of footy against John over the years. So, he's – yeah, he's one of those blokes that he can get going on his day as well. But they've got good players across every line, and and we're aware of that. And we just yeah, you know, we back ourselves one on one to be honest, and hopefully we just get it right. And you've you've played your fair share on uh, Aurora. Do you give any tips or anything? How's the bigger ground going to suit uh, your game plan? Um, I think when we've played on bigger grounds, we've played a lot better. We our home ground's just not suited to us, to be honest. It's just a, a shoebox of a ground and when we get to play on these bigger ones we can kind of freely move it a bit better and I think the boys like it because we, we have got a few whippets now we used to in years gone by we had some old slow heavy blokes so that's um, slightly not complimentary uh, of the uh, older brigade <laughs> oh mate I'm part of it I think last time I played on Aurora was about 20 kilos lighter <laughs> but the um, yeah, I think just the way we're set up across each line, I think it's the boys want room, and with, when you've got speed, it, it looks good on those types of grounds. So they're wrapped to be playing on. I think it's great that they've finally got the NTFA back playing there. I think it was a it was madness to take it away from them yeah, in the first place. Yeah, you, d- you definitely want to be playing on the best ground. Hey, mate, um, the reserves have obviously had a lot of success. You know, they've been the the dominant team for the last probably you know, 10-plus years. Um, but you guys in the seniors have just struggled to get that, you know, that, that final uh, silverware. How long has it been since um, since the seniors have won a, won a flag? Have you been speaking to anyone? Are the, those older guys coming back around the club a little bit more? Yeah, so our last senior flag was 2004, and that was Lenny Towns was coached then. And then before that, I think it was 2002 was the last time that both seniors and reserves won. So um, we are aware of it. And I think I'm pretty sure the reserves have played in 22 of the last 24 grand finals. <laughs> wow, that's I, that's phenomenal. I, 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 I don't fact check me on that, but I think it's pretty close to that. We'll roll with more it. Now, yeah, but, even, yeah. even if you won or two off, it's still a pretty yeah. significant effort. <laughs> yeah, someone mentioned it last year. So, I mean, there's more pressure on the reserves coaches and Pats than the senior coach that has been for the last 10 years. <laughs> But, um, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're ready to try and break it because you do, uh, as bad as it sounds, you, you do get sick of seeing the twos get all the fun. Like You, you want a bit of that for yourself. Mate, uh, without casting the eye too far forward, talk to us through celebrations or potential Mad Monday. Have you got an outfit sorted yet? I haven't. I actually haven't. I'm normally about – I normally start firing this up about April, so I don't know – I must have had other things on my mind this year, but I've started trying to think of a few things, but that'll get slung out to the yeah. group chat over the next couple of days to a few other boys and so I can find you're not, you're not run, idea. You're not running with a theme or anything? It's just, you know, come up with your own uh, your own thoughts? Yeah, own thoughts, but um, 
obviously now a little bit more careful. We just said don't want any boys turning up on Seven News or in the paper for something they shouldn't be wearing. So or, or, it's got to be a little bit more cautious. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit like that these days just just put the phones away i mean it's pretty simple just leave you know phones in a lockbox and um we'll get them out at the end of the the end of the day so you can actually well, enjoy it i so. think i think that's going to happen I, I did have that thought i thought we might do that and if someone wants to use their phone it's a 500 dollars buyout so. yeah oh, hello like footy trip funds yeah, so uh, they will probably end up in London if if we do that, I reckon. And Albie, you've had a uh, it's been a it's been a great week um, for the club. We saw earlier on uh, was uh, Bruiser got nominated for the AFL Taz Volunteer of the Year. Um, I, I obviously work with Dennis. He he tells me the the power of work that Bruiser's done. Just quickly, mate, what sort of a a bloke like that? Um, you know, what what's a bloke like that at the club worth worth to you? You know, how, how good is he? Well, I think he's been there thirty plus years. You couldn't you couldn't have ten blokes do the amount of work that he does. I think he's just invaluable to the footy club and anyone that's ever played against or been involved with some Pats knows him and knows that he's a part of it. He's horribly one eyed and, and everything else. But like I'm a, I've been around the footy club from a very young age and he's always been there and he's always been good to us and he, he does training attendance, he does everything. So everything you need from him, he does without asking and it couldn't be a more fitting award and for him I I hope he wins the whole thing because yeah, yeah probably no one deserves it more than him and It'd be good to see him, yeah, obviously get a couple of tickets to the grand final and everything like that. That'd be great. And cru- Even cru- North Melbourne aren't playing. So. Yeah, cru- cruising around in his uh, brand new Toyota and they get the, he's in the parade as well. So he gets well, shook down if, the Yarra. That's, How good yeah, would that if be? Yeah, that's on the, on the ferry, so that'd be interesting. So yeah, might be worth the trip over to see it. Yeah, absolutely. Mate, it's a massive, massive rivalry, uh, Old Scotch and St. Pat's. I don't think there's any, you know, any uh, hidden... Um, what's the word I'm after? Agendas. Agendas, you know. I mean, St. Pat's hate Old Scotch. Old hot. Old Scotch hates St. Pat's. Um, it's it's going to be an absolutely cracking grand final. I, you know, I, I love to be impartial on this. I'd love to say good luck, but I wouldn't mean it. So I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I, I hope you have a good game. I'll I'll leave it at that. But um, yeah, looking forward to to seeing the game. At yeah, fingers crossed, it'll be an absolute belter. Yeah, I'd say too. I mean, I think it's pretty right. I mean, both clubs do hate each other, but with with the hate comes a lot of respect for each club, but yeah, when it comes game time, she oh, well. soon comes out and the and the fans carry on as well, which is good. <laughs> that makes it even better. Ah, uh, there we go. Now, it's, now we've got to counter that. Whoa, we've his, got his uh, we've got his first op- opposition counterpart and first time or grand final debutante in the coaching a, ranks a, as a as a coach. That's right. Uh, old Scotch coach Brayley Coombs. I think when we're playing really well, our our pressure is really intense and we've probably dropped off or we definitely dropped off in that second and third quarter um, of the final the other week. Um, that's a way. Obviously, the big ground um, is potentially going to suit us really well, um, but it's important that we actually use the width of the ground as well. So um, there are two ways I think we can beat them, but definitely our pressure. Our pressure has to, and as you saw on the weekend, once our intensity and pressure really lifted, um, we're really hard to match up against. Uh, any injuries of note to come out of uh, the last game, Braley, or if you, what pressure have you got on the selection table for, for this big game? Uh, we, we got through the weekend pretty well unscathed. Um, we've got a couple of key movers that will undergo some fitness tests this week, and fingers crossed they get up because, as you know, Selection pressure, although it's hard as a coach, it's um, definitely what you want going into a do-or-die final. Uh, and 
anything, do you know what's on the menu for players' dinner this Thursday night? Um, I heard it's a top secret, but there's possibly dessert involved this week. Ooh, hello. We have reached that time of the year. Yeah, we have. Now, it's um, a little bit disappointing that it hasn't been there for most of the year, but I'll have to have a you, word to you the a, tea coordinator. Are you a connoisseur of dessert, are you, Braley? Have you seen me lately? <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, obviously, the it's a big game. Who do you think is going to come in on Thursday or Friday with a fresh haircut for the grand final? It's very important. You've got a young crop of... You've really done your research, haven't you? Uh, <laughs> I'm interested in I'd the off-field stuff. i 22 of them. Fresh salads for the grand final, a Dan yeah, Morgan special. Definitely. <laughs> Will you be coming? I reckon they'll have a fresh salad Thursday night ready for the parade on Friday, Will. Yeah. Now, I did hear about this parade. Um, so, you're doing the Lonnie Block. Is that right? <laughs> on the, potentially. On the back of the Utes? Told the boys. On the back of the some of the boys' Utes? No, we've actually got Ford Caprice. <laughs> Do you reckon anyone's uh, going to no, get no, some cornrows? No, we wouldn't. We'd, <laughs> hey, it's it's um, Toyotas, mate. Toyotas, remember? Thank your sponsors. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, how's your nervous energy then, Braley? As a first-time grand final, it is first-time senior grand final coach. Have you have you coached to a grand final previously? Uh, no, I haven't. This is my first time as a coach. Yeah, so uh, I'm a bit like the boys. It's um, it's a really good reward for effort to make it. Um, we're not just there to make the numbers up too. We're, we're going in really confident and winning the game of footy. So we're just embracing it. And I you, think, sorry, you keep going. I think you have to. At the end of the day, if you, um, if you go in sort of worried, well, yeah, it's just one of the – at the end of the day, it's another game of footy but with high stakes on the line. So why not embrace it, I reckon. And you no doubt uh, you said before that the space on Aurora uh, will suit the running game and stuff. That's that's something that the boys all embrace playing on that surface. Oh, absolutely. Um, we've got some some really good athletes in our team, as do some Pats. So it's going to be who's willing to be the bravest on the outside. I reckon that's probably going to determine the result of the contest. Where, where do you think the last game was lost for you, mate? And and and. You know, is it is it just that quicker movement that you're going to turn it around? Oh, I just think, I just think we, um, yeah, our pressure was really, really ordinary in that second and third quarter. To their credit, they really lifted a notch, and we just couldn't go with them on the day, um, which was disappointing. But I just don't think it's it's necessarily in our DNA either the way we played that game. We were down a couple of rotations really early in that game, which didn't help. But I think, yeah, I just think we need to make sure that we, we bring the heat. And um, as I said, there's high stakes on the line and no second chances from here on in. So I'll back our boys in every day of the week. I don't think there's much love, love lost between the two sides. Yeah, but they didn't. Uh, I I think there's a mutual respect for the quality of the football teams, but no, not much love lost between the between those those clubs as it should be. I you need hope, that. We you need that rivalry, and that's no different. That, that'll be no different in the women's as well with the Div One women's with Old Scotch taking on OLs up a fair way up north, Georgetown. Um, NTFA have done a lot right this year. I reckon they've missed an opportunity here. I reckon they've done some dumbass things. 
Let's <laughs> just throw it in there. Don't you want your finals no, pass? I'm just throwing it you in. You might in get it. your finals pass. I forgot revoked. it on. I forgot it on Saturday. Oh, you had to pay. Oh, I didn't have the car because Kaylee locked her car in a car park with a gate, so it, she had to borrow mine right. and drop mine. Anyway. No, I, I think that game, big final. An hour out of town, there'll be people on the booze. I, I would have liked to have seen that closer to town. Personally. Oh, you want to support regional areas? Yeah, right? I get that. I get that. But let Georgetown run the kiosk and canteen up at your at Youngtown or something. So, anyway, apart from that, it's going to be a belter of a all we a want. Game, all we, you the bleh, what you want in a grand final is a good close match. Like we watched a couple of the finals, the junior finals on Saturday and Sunday. By far and away, the most engaging and enjoyable oh. to watch were. Um, the, the close ones, the where, six, you, where six, you knew sixteen boys, even the or even the under twelve boys, yeah. Division Two, yep. where it's decided by three or four points or yep. so. Yep. Um, well, you don't know the winner. It makes it for neutral observers um, pretty interesting. Yeah, ab- absolutely. In saying that, we probably hope that Scotch goes out and wins by ten goals on the weekend, but we can't say <laughs> can't that word. Can't say that. Can't say that. Delete that. Um, well, we, we were talking about the... No, no, we were talking about the Div 1. We were talking about the women's. We were talking about... Oh, no, that's what we were talking about. Did you see the cost to get into the granny? Do we, at what point do we ever listen to each other or what we said? Or did you just have no, thought you patterns? Just, you do. That's, a lot of people do that. They're, when they're having a conversation, you're thinking about the next thing you're going to say and not... That's where listening comes in. Attentive, Which is one thing we learned, the difference between podcasting and commentating. Podcasting, we're trying to lengthen what we're saying out. Which we do a pretty good job of. <laughs> Commentating, you've got to try and take that 30 seconds Make down it. to about five yeah, seconds. Absolutely. Without doing numbers. I remember what I was talking yes. about. Well, they, they take up about 10 seconds. <laughs> uh, cost to getting the grand final on the gate, 15 bucks. Which, which one? At, a, at UTAS Stadium. This week? Yeah. However, if you book online, it's only 10. So get online, people. Pre buy your tickets. We don't have to. We've got the media pass. Why? But... Uh, I don't. No, I, I'm. I'm all, I, I don't mind that. If you, it's good to know. Right. It, like, it's not like you need to reserve a seat. No, I don't think that's the point. I think they're trying to encourage as many because if you're trying to organise catering, grog, all that sort of stuff, and you know, yeah, absolutely, don't shake your head. And you've you've pre-sold. I'll go out there. What about if everyone no, hold goes on. online hold on. Wait, and, sell, wait, stop, and buys stop, stop, on the Friday? Stop, 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 stop. If you've, if you've pre... And this won't happen, but if you've pre-sold... If you're expecting a crowd of 3,000 and you've pre-sold 4,000 tickets, well, you wouldn't have had enough booze. You wouldn't have enough food. Everyone would whinge and complain. So I think it's a great idea to pre-sell it and encourage people to pre-sell, pre-buy by making it 10 bucks. I think it's great. On merit, that works. But what about if everyone goes and buys their stuff on their online tickets on a Friday? Oh, well, then- so you might have so you might have it the other way where 100 people buy it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. And then 10,000 yeah. book in on the Friday. Then visit Woolies and Coles on a... And, but if you do go, can you collect the Harry Potter things? Because my kids are still missing one or two. And just leave them at the media centre and I'll pick them up on... Saturday afternoon, so. You didn't pay to get into the junior grand finals, did you? No. <laughs> I haven't paid to get into a ground all year. Well, I my name was on the list. And on Sunday, oh, when I said you, my name should be on a list and it $7 wasn't. $7 to the NTJFA would have gone a long way for them. It was and you, actually you there on, on a on list. about volunteering and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And yet you don't support the very bodies that uh, govern it. Did we get paid for those gigs? Not yet. You didn't. 
Yeah, I did. Chips and gravy, a coffee, salad roll, and free entry into the ground. You that's got a salad worth, roll. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's probably worth 20 bucks. Oh, well. 25. Good Give chips a little and bit back. No, I don't think it was. Well, I was a little bit disappointed because I was sitting there talking so much of the commentary. jump around. Yeah, we did. I didn't get to eat. So, <laughs> and they were cold when I got them. But anyway. Uh, Div 1 final. We mentioned that. That's going to be huge. Old Scotch versus OLs. Talking to teams that, you know, probably don't really like each other. Uh, that was because Launceston beat OLs in the second semi. So they're straight through to their... Second big dance in a row. So Lily, uh, sorry, Launceston have found form at the right time of the year, haven't they? Uh, that well, they've always been a really strong side, but they always finished top of the ladder. No, no, no. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, but they did beat them in their last game. Uh, but they, yeah, gave them a bit of beg a, your pardon. Yes. Yep, gave them a bit of a building. I mean, not not much, but you know, nineteen points. But it's a fair bit in the women's game, low scoring game. So um, yeah. Moving up the coast, NWFL football, Devonport, uh, what are that's eight point winners over Wynyard in the se- second semi final. Yep. Um, Which was as expected. Well, I don't that, think that result have lost a game this no, year. No, they haven't. So that result was definitely expected. They're straight into the big dance. But, but in the semi in the first semi final, yeah. Bernie beating last year's um, grand finalist, Penguin. Knocking them out. Yeah. Knocking them out of the finals race and uh, Penguin finished third. Bernie finished fourth. A, f- a couple of games back as well. So, yeah, that's a bit of a surprise. And now get the sh- get the chance to take on Winyard. So it's going to be an interesting uh, interesting game of footy next week. William, uh, you got NWFA. Uh, I did, and then I closed it down unfortunately. So it's, why don't we um, just have a little pause? Uh, no, NWFA. Uh, a little bit of a surprise actually with NWFA. With the Crows upsetting our boys, South Burnie, at Wyvernhoe. All finals at Wyvernhoe. Yeah, all finals at Wyvernhoe. So, a little bit of an upset given where uh, Burnie finished. They finished second and Queenstown finished... Where were they on the they ladder? Did it, they did it relatively easy in the end. Uh, it was, actually. Yeah, but... Um, oh, no, that's not NWFA. That's the wrong one. That's Darwin, mate. Yeah, Darwin. That's why oh, Isn't that's- that what you said? Darwin? No, I said NWFA. Oh, did you? I thought you said Darwin. Yes. Uh, no, well, Mott and Preston smashed Wesley Vale on the weekend. So they're into the big dance in... Is that a repeat? Mott and Preston taking on fourth? Sorry, our man uh, Big Rowan Bulldog kick four too for Mate, South Mooney. That's the Darwin. Yeah, I know. But yeah, we're but jumping we're talking, No, we're talking NWFA. But you started Darwin, oh, so God, I'm just trying to finish all it. All over the place. We're going to start again. We're going to have to start this podcast again. Reset. <laughs> uh, so, no... Big dance, NWFA, at that'll be at Olverston, uh, footy ground at 2.15 on Saturday. Our man, you know, you asked me to start a petition to drop Hector. Uh, yes, how did yep. that go? 4,682 <laughs> people told me to get stuffed. Um, so no one wanted to support my suggestion, it. Why I'm not, not going to dispute those stats, but they sound eerily similar <laughs> to your statistics from the junior grand finals. <laughs> Because uh, I wouldn't doubt. I reckon there's a hell of a lot more that want to tell you to get stuffed as well, especially but, after yeah. your performance on Saturday. Probably. What was my performance? On- oh, yeah. Well, you, few, you, few. you got a little horse, didn't you? Oh, you mean the commentary? No, at the at the football. Uh, yeah, lost- my part. Yeah, yeah. We, we to, the, to and then anyone listening to the grand finals on Sunday, you sounded very <laughs> pubescent, <laughs> jumping between. Oh, oh. Uh, very no. very scratched. Oh, 
Great decision, that one. Now, listen, at Way Out in the Wing, we want to build a community, a community of local footy devotees. But we can't do that alone. At the moment, you, the listener, are simply an audience. But the cool thing about what we want to do at Way Out in the Wing is to be that thriving community, a footy voice piece that brings all of you like-minded and hugely passionate individuals together. And that's pretty powerful in a largely regional volunteer space that is local Tassie footy. So we want to bring you together. Let us know what's happening at your club, in your league or region, so that we can let Australia know about it. Send us a picture of your teammates' rude training attire, the shot of goal that they mucked up on the weekend. Let us know what your canteen excels at. Hashtag canteen watch or what events, fundraisers or reunions you've got on. Hit us up on the socials, at WayOutWing on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, or flick us an email, wing at gmail.com, so we can let everyone know just what's happening at grassroots level. Now let's move to the Darwin, where, as I alluded to earlier, Queenstown, who finished fourth. Finished what? Fourth. Finished fourth. Got the chocolates over our, our boys and Rowan's team, South Burnie who finished second, only lost four games all year. But, yeah, when it matters, the Crows got the win. And quite convincingly, as you alluded to, Wilders, earlier on, 35 points. So they are into the big dance against Yola. I would say that's going to be a very... um, I I probably think that's going to be a one-sided final, grand final, unfortunately. Yola have been streaks ahead of everyone all year. And I think they might uh, beat the Crows. But you never know. Finals footy does crazy things, Will. So we'll have to uh, we'll have to wait and see. How have they gone? Uh, we, Circular Head Football Association, grand finals this week. Um, seniors, Red Par versus Irishtown. After Irishtown defeated Forrest Stanley in the prelim. Uh, did it pretty comfortably in the end. Uh, 77 to 38. Um, so the two top teams across the year, Red Par and Irishtown, go at it. Uh, all these games, so there's under 12s, under 16, reserves and seniors, uh, all at Smithton Gates. Smithton. Open, gates open at 7.30. Be a yep. good time to get in, Smithton. park the car, get a good spot, then go home and have your breakfast and stuff. Absolutely. Uh, games commence at 9.30. Yep. So. Okay, good. Hey, something we missed was the NWFL women's who also played on the weekend, the prelim final, which we saw another little bit of an upset, I'd say, with Wynyard Girls getting the chocolates over Penguin. So Penguin finished second, only lost a couple of games, two or three games during the year. Wynyard lost six, six and six record. But the Wynyard Girls, yeah, got the win in a very tightly contested game, five goals, two, an inaccurate Penguin, three goals, ten. So I think that's going to... That obviously came back to um, to bite them. We grand final, sorry, grand final for that Friday night. Oh, good. Yeah, Dial Park. Nice one. Seven fifteen. Should we go up? What are you doing Friday night? Uh, I've actually got a Bastille Day dinner. Delayed Bastille Day dinner on Friday night. <laughs> right. I was yeah. about to say it's. Um... That's, I'm, not, I'm actually being serious too. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, King Island Football Association. Oh. After Wow. After only wow. winning one game for the year, North decided to really load up and put away Curry season to just win their way through to the big dance against Grassy. Unbelievable. And 
straight out of the north change rooms. Oh. He didn't pull off his playing kit. Injured. Because he's injured. But put his hand up for selection, as he tells us. But we're joined on the line by Richard Sutton. Sutz. Uh, I was playing earlier in the season, but a couple of dislocated shoulders but end to that. Right, okay. I heard it was a calf injury. I I do know the selection committee, and I could be a chance this weekend. Hey! Oh. (laughs) Hello. I heard it here first. No, no, I don't think. There'd have to be a fair few injuries for me to play this weekend. Yeah, well, you never know what you you might do. A bit of damage on Thursday night training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's start this properly. All right, then. Let's go. So let's talk us through what's happened. You've come from the clouds. You've won North have won one game for the year, but somehow you're in the grand final. Yeah, and that one game was because the other team four footed. Wow! So we, we knew that. We did our research. We just wanted to see if you'd bring thicken. that up. So talk us through the the last roster match North played was against Curry, and you lost by what ten goals ish. Uh, yeah, eight or ten goals. And then you turn it around one week later to win by fifty odd points. The Summers brothers. Turned yeah, it on. Summers brothers all dominated in the same game. So what was um, it? Justin, Jai, no, and Jeremy. It was the first game where we've had our full squad together, um, and that just made the difference. Like we've been struggling with numbers all year, and so we had full full team, full bench. I guess that's the advantage with only having three in the uh, comp. The final series is only two weeks long, so you really only have to put it together for two weeks. That's it. Well, we did it, I reckon, about four or five years ago we did it. I remember that. Yeah, and it's been that's only the second time it ever happened. So, Sats, is there a qualification number, number of games you've had to have played during the year to play, or is it just one or none, or what's the go? Uh, yeah, so you've got to play three games to qualify for finals. Yep. So to give you a gauge on how short we were on numbers this year and random people playing, North used 38 players. And of those 38, only 18 qualified for finals. <laughs> That's so awesome. what's the, what the, the reason being the vagrant nature of King Islanders getting off the island or the fly-in, fly-out? Why the, why the struggle with numbers from the north side? Uh, all, all sides. All sides are struggling. Oh, Grassy have been all right with numbers. Um, but North and Curry have struggled. I just, just the age demographic, like there's not a lot of people in that age age at the moment for playing football. I noticed um, that there were parts of the season there were opposition players playing for opposition sides. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, that's right. So in the last game when Curry beat us, they had one of Grassy's blokes and he kicked the lazy 11. Uh, is that, uh, what's his name, Santori? Yeah, Lisa Tori. Straight, straight, Pulled straight, straight out of the pub. Straight out of the pub. Mid, so mid, had, he, mid multi. He had a multi. He had a multi on, and he, I think he might have had a couple of pots and got called in. He, the uh, the multi didn't get up though. <laughs> is 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 the rumours we've heard? Uh, now, Sats, what are you expecting on the weekend then? Um, well, obviously we're, we're underdogs. Yep, that's <laughs> slight, slight, slight underdogs. Give, give us something. That. Give us. Give us something newsworthy. Give us some positivity, mate. How give are you going to win it? Positivity is. So we played them five times during the season. None of those times we had a full strength team, but three of the five games we lost by under twenty points. Ooh, okay. So okay. So you, form, you, ma- you match up well now. Justin Summers is is back. He's been suspended. 
Uh, All the Summers boys got suspended at one stage during the season. Yes. Now, Justin's just come back, and he had a day out. Um, Kick six, best on ground. He didn't get reported, did he? He's going to be able to play? No, no, he didn't get reported. And I would say that is possibly the best game I've ever seen him play. Wow. Big call. I reckon he's won six league best and fairest. And that's up there is the best game he's played. And, yeah, he, he... Kick three at quarter time. It was he, like a man possessed. He can was he, dirty about getting suspended. Can he back it up? Yeah, he seems to back it up most weeks. Well, you'd want to hope that he plays his best game this coming week that you've ever seen. <laughs> we, or or, or equal. Or equal. Mate, then, talk us through the uh, – how's the ground looking? It's a bit damp over here. Is it as damp over on King Island? No, no. Our ground is made for, made for winter football. It's sort of half on the sand dunes, so we get an inch of rain – Saturday morning, and it'll be dried up by the time the game starts. What are the what are the for, what is the forecast for Saturday for King Island? Is it an inch of rain? I haven't actually looked any further than the inch of rain they're forecasting for tonight. Yes, I was very much in the same boat. I think you were the same worm. Yeah, I was just yeah. checking the rain gauge. You know me in Norwood. Yeah. Uh, so you are you any chance to return from a uh, a, a calf injury? We've been told. No, shoulder. Shoulders. Oh, two shoulders. You, so this information... Male, honestly, Wildus comes Clemo in... Clemo has given us... Wildus comes in and says... I've big time. He says, I've got a couple of guys to call from, from King Island. Uh, <laughs> we go through the names. He said, mate, one's actually not even playing for either of the he teams. He gave us Doug Cox's number. <laughs> he's uh, not even, he's not even, not even, even playing. Play. <laughs> I'm he's not even playing. Coxie, yeah, he won't be playing in the grand final, no. but he was runner-up runner in the league medal uh, the other night. Oh, and, then he th- and then Coxie threw us Tommy Graham. He's not playing either. No. <laughs> so, so we had to pull on our own contacts, mate. So. And we're glad we're talking to you. Very knowledgeable. Hey, give us your insight. How do you think the game... I've already, ha- an- I've already asked this No, question. no, no. Give us, give us your predictions. Who's going to win? What's the margin? Who's going to win the best on medal? ground? Right out there. So we'll, we'll obviously win. Of course. North to win? North what? to win by under a goal. Wow. In extra time or in normal time? I don't even know if we play extra time. Well, let's go normal time then. <laughs> we'll go normal time. And um, I'll have to go with uh, Justin Summers to take home the uh, Satori medal. And how many is he going to kick? Um, normally he's not a big goal kicker because he's a midfielder, but he's been getting a bit of a sniff for the forward line of late. He's getting, He thinks he's getting a bit old now and he can spend some time forward. Uh, if he could kick another six from the middle, oh, yeah, you reckon that's nice. it? That's all you need. Tell me, is yeah. the is the ground orientated east west or north south? Uh, no, it's east west. East west. Is there a prevailing winds to the eastern end then? Uh, sort of corner blows. Yeah, a bit across the ground. Okay then, right here. Yeah. No, no doubt you've all got pretty good skills kicking with the wind or against the wind over there. Kicking with the wind helps with the aged players like myself. <laughs> Kicking into the wind is, is trouble. Oh, well, Sats, we, uh, we, are the kids in bed yet? Yeah, yeah, they're in oh, bed. Oh, well, we'll, we'll let we'll you, go. you go then. We appreciate your insight into the, uh, into the game on the weekend, the King Island Grand Final. We, uh, and I believe, I'm not sure what, uh, where to find it, but the game is being streamed live. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah. Flick us some photos if you can, mate. We'll throw them up on the socials. Suts, just a quick one. Uh, you yep. had the best and fairest count, the WD Keating medal. Uh, yep. Went to Will Cleland. How, yep. are, how are you going to stop him? He was the leading goal kicker. How are you going to stop him on the weekend? It's a good question. 
You Very good you question. Well, well I, I was asking you. <laughs> <laughs> He's an exceptionally good player. Yep. Um, in the same boat as Justin Summers, I think we just let him go head for head and see how see how they go. I love it. A good old classic attacking head footy. Head. That's awesome. Yeah, Mate, we've, great. Got to, we've got to stop him when he goes forward. Is when he does most of his damage. Obviously, being that's from the goal. You'll see with the goal kicking award, but yeah, we just got to get our matchups right when he goes forward and try to slow down his impact on the scoreboard. Well, good good luck. All the best. Thanks. We uh, look forward to watching the live stream. Yeah, yeah, fun. What, for, those, for those that want to come over to watch the game, yep. uh, what time is it? Saturday, two o'clock. Traditional. Perfect. Curry Oval. We love it. You, you go. The Kiffer hasn't decided to go the Twilight Grand Final or the Night Grand Final just to mix it up. I uh, don't think. We've got four light towers and only three of them work, so we're probably not going to get a night final. <laughs> Limitations. <laughs> love Limitations. it. <laughs> Well, there you go. Do you reckon? I know he mentioned that it was done four or five years ago. North didn't win a team, uh, win a game, and then won the two finals yeah, and yeah. won the premiership. Where's your money going? Is uh, it grassy or is it North? I would almost bet a tattoo <laughs> of your choice on my rig. Let's not call it a rig. I said almost. I wouldn't do it because I'm not a betting man. But that's how confident I am that Grassy will win. I'm not so doing you it. You heard it here. I've got <laughs> no, it recorded. You'll change. You'll edit this no. up to say, um, you know, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. I will. I will. I will do it. Um, no, I wouldn't. I. That's how confident I'm. I would almost. I reckon I can. I reckon I can triple your petition for Hector or the or the suggested petition <laughs> to get a tat. Send in your suggestions <laughs> of what tattoo and where. Worm should get this if North get up. And if you play for Grassy and sort of don't really care about premierships <laughs> that much and want to see something really it. funny, <laughs> just try the game a little bit and we'll yeah. get something sorted. Oh, that's made my and, evening now. No, there's no way I'd get in your tattoo. Um, Anthea, I'll run it through Anthea. She'll be fine. Uh, how? <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> um. Remind me to say the car home. I uh, what what are you willing to put on North winning? I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, no point not, do I have to much, leverage anything. Not here. much confidence. Hey, just quickly, yes. how much would you pay for a two tickets to the grand final and flights? Ah, three and a half grand. <laughs> well, <laughs> did you did you buy? No, it was good to see at the Kiffer. Um, Keating Medal Night, which as uh, as Sutz and I we spoke about, Will Cleland winning from Grassy. Well done, Will. Uh, they raised yeah three and a half grand for the foundation to flourish. So well done, a couple of grand final tickets. Great effort by the King Island Footy Association. Oh, it's time for Derek's deep dive. Let's get stuck into it. You're cool, fellas. Uh, I'm presuming Derek sent something to you because he hasn't to me this week. Uh, I've got nothing from Derek. Really? And I have a fear. Derek's not in the house tonight either. No, I didn't. It, was, I it smelled nice. I haven't seen him since last Friday. I fear, At the NTJFA, yeah, the junior I, award? I fear he's tacked on to someone's Mad Monday. Oh. <sighs> So, Which, you, so you genuinely don't have a deep dive? No, I don't. We don't have a deep dive. So this therefore, week. we don't have a controversy no, corner either. No, we don't have that. Okay, yeah. uh, rightio. Well, 
That's it. Last drink. Thanks to Van Demon Brewing. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Here a bit of this is a bit of stuff you hear from cranking out of the um, change rooms pre-grand final. We went with a new song last week. We better go with a bit of a classic. There was some week. good feedback. Yes. From that. Monksy. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just working song. something there. Yeah. Uh, you got anything for last drinks this week? Oh, I've got a few things. Oh, good. Um, Quarter final, the Tassie Devils, the NAB Cup boys, are playing in their first ever final since 2003. Saturday, Icon Park, 11.30. Get there if you can Is against live the Bendigo Pioneers. I reckon there would be. Download the NAB League um, app. We're going to be on that. Now, we got gutters on during last season. I've just sent an email through to the Prime Minister of Australia, Albo, Anthony Albanese, because, as we saw today, he wants footy. I hope Tassie does get an AFL team. Has managed to produce some great champions in AFL over a long period of time. So Albo wants it. I'm trying to get him onto the podcast. There is, I, I, if I was a betting man, and you know I'm not because I wouldn't. Well, you I would have never you bet No, I, um, I reckon the teams. I reckon we've locked it in. I reckon we are. We're about to get a huge announcement. What, didn't you say the 29th? Yep. Order. Well, that's today. Hello. We've got some news. <laughs> We would like to announce if that Tassie have an AFL team. We've just been told. Gillan McLaughlin's just got in touch. Um, no, thanks. I reckon it's. I reckon we're on. Thanks to all our guests team. tonight. Uh, go out and see a local grand final this weekend, wherever you are, or support your local team. Uh, we're going to have more guests. We're going to try and get. There's a heap of grand finals next week. We're oh. going to try and get someone from every club, Excellent. and we're going to send this out. From Saturday afternoon or Saturday evening, rather than your four-minute effort. But, but let us know if you don't actually like listening to the guests. Let us know, and we can dribble on for another hour and a half. But anyway, uh, what are you week? I'm I'll going see to grand you finals. In, yeah, woohoo! Come, Scotties. enjoyed this chat on Way Up in the Wing, make sure you like and subscribe to the Way Up in the Wing podcast channel so you never miss another entertaining episode, neglect an exclusive interview or forget what games you should be seeing this footy season. Listen, like and subscribe to the channel now.